Hello, all you beautiful people. You are listening to Black on the Prowl on 88.5 FM WCUG Cougar Radio. This is Kenny, and I'm here with my co-host. What's up, y'all? You already know what's your girl, Lo. And Mel. We're going to keep this episode off with our Black Facts. Today, April 17th in the year 1990, August Wilson won a Pulitzer Prize. If you are not familiar with August Wilson, he is a famous Black playwright. A few of his most known titles come from his Century Cycle. Two plays that are very popular are Fences and My Rainey's Black Bottom. Also on this day in 1990, Ralph David Abernathy he worked really closely with Dr. King in the Civil Rights Movement, and he was the president of the South Christian Leadership Conference after King passed, and he was a pastor in Atlanta, Georgia for years before and after that. One more fact, today we're going to be doing like a, a voting uh, special, like a politics special with you guys. Shirley Chisholm was actually the first African-American woman in Congress, and she was the first African-American to seek a nomination for a major presidential party. Those are your Black Facts, again from blackfacts.com. A quote for today from John Lewis, the vote is is precious. It is almost sacred. It's the most powerful, non-violent tool we have in a democratic society, and we've got to use it. Again, that's John Lewis. All right, so getting into today's news, obviously this is our voting session we've been wanting to do for a really long time, so I'm excited. Recently in voting news, or in relation to voting, we have the presidential election that's coming up, and recently Bernie Sanders dropped out of the Democratic race, which means Joe Biden will be the representative for the Democratic Senator Bernie Sanders officially ended his presidential candidacy on April 8th. This means that former Vice President Joe Biden will be the representative for the Democrats this presidential election. Since dropping out of the presidential election, Sanders has endorsed Biden as well as former President Obama. Before we get into these discussions, we do want to mention that our opinion in no way reflects the opinion of Columbus State University. There has been news that there is a possibility that his running mate will be Stacey Abrams. Oh, that'd be nice. As somebody who lives in the state of Georgia, I'm kind of Okay, okay. Because during the debate, both Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden did announce that regardless of who was going to be the person that ended up running for president for the Democrats, both said that they would pick a female VP, Mm. which I also think is very interesting because to my recollection, that's never been done before. So, I mean, hey, go women. I think that'd be (laughs) great. Um, Like you said, go for the women and for the black people. I feel like that would be a a great opportunity for Ms. Abrams. With everything that's been going on, on as far as like the presidency it did get me thinking as far as you know we're freshmen well upcoming sophomores since the semester is almost over but this at least for me this is gonna be my first time voting like ever yeah same and this is like the big guns as far as voting like this is for the Mm -hmm. presidency and it got me thinking like I don't really understand the process of voting or I didn't before doing research on it Mm -hmm. and after talking to a lot of my friends I realized a lot of young people don't really understand the process of voting especially when it comes to the presidential campaign Mm -hmm. because you know you hear the debates and you hear the back and forth this person believes this this person believes that but especially with us being such young voters and like this is our first time to really express ourselves most of the time you're always going to be influenced by your family's decisions or like what you hear around the house right and I feel like you know not only should we educate ourselves but we should educate our listeners because there might be some of y'all out there who y'all don't understand the process so after doing some research what I learned was first it is the primary you decide whether you're Republican or Democrat there's no judgment here just you know you vote for who you vote for but once you decide which 
which party you belong to, you then vote on who you want to represent your party. Yeah. Which is why the Democratic debates have been such a big thing, especially between once everybody else fell out and it was just between Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. This is the point where we were going to decide who was going to rep. If you are a Democrat, who was going to represent the Democrats in the presidential election? Mm-hmm. So now that Bernie Sanders has dropped out, Joe Biden will officially be the candidate running for Democrat. And it's already been aforementioned that President Trump is planning on running for re-election. So he will be the Republican candidate. Essentially, in the presidential election, it will be Joe Biden and President Trump. So that's the first thing to know. Second thing that I learned when I was doing research was a lot of people don't know what the Electoral College is. And I just want to point out, I felt really proud of myself because I took a shot in the dark. I took a guess and my mama said I was right. And I was like, wow, that education went somewhere. But okay, Mm. so (laughs) the Electoral College, basically what it is, is a lot of people don't understand why the Electoral College is always favored over the popularity vote. Mm -hmm. And it's because the Electoral College represents the people that we elect to basically speak for us. So your state representative, like the representatives of Georgia or the representatives of North Carolina, California, so on and so forth. The people that you elect to represent your state are members of the Electoral College. And the reason that the Electoral College matters more is because each state gets a certain number of representatives based on population. That's why states like California, Texas, Florida, those states matter a lot in these elections because they have the most representatives. They hold the most votes. I think that's great that you touched on that because that is an area of confusion for a lot of people. Um, and I think clarifying does help as people uh, move into this, especially like you said, young people who aren't really familiar with the process of uh, electing candidates. I think uh, having that information is very important for folks uh, who are, like you said, voting for the first time and just now getting into this uh, election. Um, one thing that I really want to touch on is uh, the importance of uh, voting in its entirety, you know, especially, like I said, for young people. Yes, I'm going to speak frankly. Once again, before I say what I say, I do want to state that our opinions in no way reflect the opinion of Columbus State University. But I just have to get this off my chest because voting means a lot to me because oftentimes people who have the option to vote and choose not to vote get upset when voting doesn't go the way they want. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to touch on, if you don't take the time to express yourself and what you want, don't complain about it later. And that's just me and my opinion and me being straight up. You cannot complain about the way things end up when Mm -hmm. you didn't take the opportunity to express yourself and your voice. And it's interesting you bring up the uh, Electoral College because a lot of folks in the defense of uh, not voting say, well, my vote won't really matter anyway because of the Electoral College. So um, what do you you think about that? I think I understand where people are coming from in that sense. There are people who don't vote at all because they think that their voice doesn't matter. Yeah. One of the biggest times that your voice matters is when you're voting for your state representative. Mm-hmm. So if you're not electing your vote for who you want your state representative to be, then you can't get mad when your state representative doesn't vote the way you want them to vote. You didn't use your voice, and now somebody that you may not have wanted in power is now in power. And yeah, sometimes it doesn't go the way we want, but at least when you execute you that right, right, at least when you execute you, that right, there's you a chance. Your time. Exactly. Especially because, I mean, Black people didn't get the opportunity to vote. We were barely free, yet alone had the option to vote. And Mm -hmm. then on top of that, 
me and Mel were at the bottom of the totem pole because even when black men got the option to vote, women couldn't women vote. Women still couldn't vote. Yeah, I, I feel like um, throughout history, uh, voting rights have been one that has really been a constant battle. Even today, I would say. I feel like voting rights, like I said, between uh, black people not getting their right to vote, and then even when we got the right to vote, you had uh, all these, uh, like I said, Jim Crow and um, different things like that in place where black people exactly. still couldn't vote even though we could technically, um, but we still couldn't, you know. Um, and then on top of that, women still weren't even legally allowed to vote, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have died fighting for the right to vote. And I feel like right. where, I mean, whether it, it's going to count or not, all for granted, like, they take it for granted. I feel like uh, young people, and, and then we are young people. <laughs> we are. Right. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of people, um, so like I said, not all young people, but a lot of uh, people, um, take a lot of rights for granted even things like going to school us being able to go to school here at columbus state i mean looking so many years back we wouldn't have had an option to go to any school other than like a, a hbcu so i feel like there's a lot of rights that we have now that uh, people take for granted considering that our ancestors have fought and died to give us this right i mm-hmm. feel like we have to we like, have to use it it's sad to me because you know growing up in like growing up and going to school like i feel like when you're like when you're in your history classes and you're learning about this, do people think like it's fictional, like it didn't happen, like you're coming around and it's time to do this and you don't. You sit there and it's like, oh, we have it, but like why, why use it? Like you learn about this and you get pumped up like when you're learning about it and you think it's so cool, but then as soon as it's put in front of you, like your laziness overtakes you and you don't take the next step. Right. I just feel like, you know, execute your vote and your voice whenever you have the opportunity to because this is a presidential election mm-hmm. and right now we are in a pandemic your vote matters now more than ever i waited 18 years to get the opportunity to vote i'm gonna say my piece yeah a lot of uh, states are pushing back elections due to the pandemic and then also this can be looked at a way uh, to uh, discourage people from voting a lot of people are thinking one thing that i have seen happening at least in my area is they've been sending out applications for your absentee ballot. Absentee ballot is basically an option where you can get mailed your ballot and you can mail it back in rather than actually going to the polls. This is something that I think I've talked about before for everybody who uh, was living in Columbus when we were down there but weren't from Columbus and were registered to vote somewhere else. You could have got absentee ballot to vote without going back home. And since we are home but we can't leave our actual homes, you can get your absentee ballot sent to your house so you can vote without having to go to the polls because the polls in itself was like a whole, for the whole pandemic and like this whole coronavirus spread, the polling stations will be a very bad place to be at with the spread of this disease. So make sure y'all, you guys get your absentee ballot application. It should either be in your mail or you can go online to figure out how to get it for your area and then make sure you get that ballot so you can vote safely. When I went to my grandmother's this past weekend, she actually got one in the mail. It was like seeing a unicorn. I was looking at I was like, I've never seen one of these before. What is this? Mm. But from what I saw, it really, it was very simple where it was it just is. like, confirm your name and everything and which party are you planning on voting yes literally so she got the one right before Mm-hmm. Actually yeah, literally, I have mine, uh, the application for it. Yeah, I have that right in my hand. And literally, it asks you um, what address you want to be sent to, birthday, like I said, which which ballot do you need, which party do you need a uh, ballot for, and then you just sign and date it. Like, it's not a hard application at all. You can do it in literally less than two minutes. What we're telling y'all is y'all have no excuse. No excuse. Right. Like, <laughs> Basically, is what we're saying. At home doing nothing, you guys can at least get the absentee application and get an absentee mm-hmm. ballot. Um, pause your Netflix and go do this. Pause your Netflix. During uh, commercials, if you don't have Netflix, if you got cable, you can do it 
in half a commercial break. With all this talk of elections, one thing that is also very important that a lot of people um, don't really look at is your local elections, which are very important. If not, I would say more important than even the presidential because your local elected officials make more of the decisions that affect you in your area. So I have two resources for you guys as far as seeing what's going to be on your ballot for your area. So the first one is vote411.org. Again, that is vote411.org. You can go on this website and you can uh, either use your location or you can enter your address, press show my races. Then you, you choose your uh, city and go to my races and then you choose your language. And then it shows you what is going to be on the ballot. So for me, I live in Atlanta. So it shows the U.S. president election. And then when you scroll down, you can actually see everybody who um, is running. So for your party, one thing with the website is that it does show candidates that have dropped out as well. Be mindful of that. And it also shows that for Atlanta, there will be a, a special vote for taxes. So like this right here is something that would affect people who live in Atlanta. It's um, asking about a special um, increase in tax, in sales tax by 1%. That's something that the president necessarily, that election won't really affect this, but this is something that affects me locally that I should be voting on. Another website that I have is Ballotpedia. It's ballot in the word pedia.org. Um, you can go on there same deal. You put your address in, you press go, and then it has like a little loading screen. And then you can choose which election. So it has like the election of June 9th, August 11th, November 3rd. It has all the elections. So you can choose which election you're trying to look at and press continue. And then it'll show you a sample ballot. So again, it'll show you all of the candidates. Some of the candidates that are on here may have dropped out of the election, but it shows you all the, all the candidates for both parties. It shows you that we're voting on Congress. So it has candidates for the U.S. Senate, for Georgia. It has candidates for uh, the House. Um, and as you just go down, you can see it has different elections that will be on the ballot for your area, that you can also look at the candidates for that. Look into them and see who you're going to vote for for those smaller local elections. Make sure you guys look at those two websites. Again, that's uh, vote411.org and Ballotopedia. So to close out, here are just some questions that you should think about when you do go to vote. Have you researched? What's their political history? Mm -hmm. If they're elected, how will this affect me? What is this candidate encouraging? Is this candidate open to other ideas and suggestions? They're leading and representing you. So it's important that they're able to listen and take the people and not just their own opinions into consideration. And also, am I making things like personality, physical appearance, gender, and brashness more important than when it comes down to how effectively they're going to lead our country? Yeah. Who approaches conflict more effectively and can make this world and our nation a safer place? Am I allowing my need for my peer group and family approval and social status to influence like my decision? Like, are you... Is it your opinion or are you letting somebody else influence what you want to actually vote for? Mm -hmm. Before we close out, I actually just as we were doing this show, I saw, and I, you know, these phones and computers, they listen to you. Because I said yeah. something about, I said something about Shirley Chisholm and I open up my phone, go down Instagram and I see um, FX is actually doing a new series, I believe, called Mrs. America. And it actually talks about certain women and other figures that were very important in politics in the 70s. And Shirley Chisholm will be featured on this series. You got to have Hulu to watch it, I believe. Check that out. It looks like it's going to be very interesting looking at the little trailer I saw. One more thing before we close out, as we are talking about elections, the SGA elections for our school are actually coming up soon. So you guys make sure that when that information is given out, that you guys participate in those SGA elections because mm -hmm. those are very important as well, especially if you're not old enough to vote, which most of you guys should be. We're in college. But if you're not old <laughs> enough to vote, you can vote for your SGA uh, senator and president and all that kind of good stuff. 
So make sure you guys vote for that election when y'all get that information through the SGA Instagram, which is csu.sga. Again, that is csu.sga. Follow that page and get all the information you need about candidates and uh, when voting will take place. That is all. Well, this has been Black on the Prowl. Go yeah, vote. We, go vote. Yeah, we appreciate you guys listening and tune in next week. Bye. Black on the Prowl was produced by Doria Lacey with the cooperation of the student staff of 88.5 WCUG Cougar Radio and the CSU Department of Communications Department Chair, Dr. Gibson. Dr. Bruce Getz is WCUG's faculty advisor. You can listen to this show and other shows on 88.5 FM, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. Just search our call letters WCUG.